0: You're listening to a Count Out podcast. Hey everybody, this is Ryan and Mikey here. We just want to let you know that if you wanted to listen to our Elimination Chamber pay per view review, um, you can go check that out on our YouTube channel. Hit the Books Podcast.
1: Yeah, you should totally go check it out. It's pretty great. You can hear our, you can hear all of our thoughts on the most recent pay per views and how everything's going and. The pay-per-view world.
0: Uh, on our flagship show for that YouTube channel, paper review, <laughs> uh, we are now they say it out loud. It sounds like we're reviewing sh- reams of paper. Which maybe that's a Patreon bonus episode. Do we have a Patreon? No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Should we start over? No, I think it it was
1: it was it was good until you were like the review reams of paper.
0: I think this is still a good intro. Anyways, check out our YouTube channel, Hit the Books Pod. There's most likely a link in this podcast description. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can listen to all of our paper reviews when they come out, along with any other special videos that we may have on there, like our 2K Outcome from several months ago.
1: And one more time, you guys can subscribe to Hit the Books on any anywhere you can get your podcasts and find us Hit the Books podcast on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at Hit the Books pod. Now let's start the actual show.
0: everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hit the Books, the only weekly Smackdown Live booking podcast hosted by us. I'm Ryan Knightsey, and with me, as always, is Mikey Man Manfredi. Mikey, how's it going?
1: It sounds like you made that one up pretty on the spot. What do you mean? Uh, that was a rough one. <laughs>
0: where, where is your evidence supporting your theories? The... I don't
1: know, the nickname you just said.
0: You mean the perfect nickname of Mikey Metamucil and Freddy?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, yeah, that one. That's I the one. get through it without laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did make that one up on the spot. I'll admit to it. I did do that. I noticed. Um, uh... Uh, but besides that, Mikey, how are you doing? Uh, had any Metamucil recently?
1: No. Can't say I have, honestly. What is Metamucil?
0: I've never... I've always seen the commercials. It's some, some
1: sort of medicine that Meta- does
0: something. How do you spell it? Metamucil. Is this podcast material?
1: <laughs> yeah, you, is, obviously.
0: Um, I mistyped Metamucil and somehow got Mung Doll from Chowder i don't know what i don't know what google's doing i almost just spit my water <laughs> did you ever watch chowder of course i watched chowder well i mean well you just you can't just say that like like it's nobody's bizwax chowder rules i think i watched it like twice now that i look back on it now that i think about it <laughs> it's not that i, like, didn't I used to like watch it chowder, all the time but i just didn't watch it i guess not that much what were your favorite cartoon shows Mikey.
1: Um, my favorite cartoon shows Chatter was up there. Uh, I was always I really liked regular show when it was on. Um, I was always a fan of Tom and Jerry because it used to come on on Boomerang when I was a kid and I would watch it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the Amazing World of Gumball.
0: What uh, is it about What is it about Tom and Jerry that you like?
1: I don't know. I I it just like the old school like slapstick, coming out it.
0: I guess. That's fair. That's fair. You've always been a slapsticky sort of comedic fella. Yeah. And by that I mean you would always slap me with a stick and then laugh at me. <laughs> and then laugh at you. Yeah.
1: I mean that's my favorite. That was my favorite joke.
0: Yeah. I mean it's not my favorite joke, uh, <laughs> if I can be frank, but. Sadly, I'm not Frank. I'm Brian. Anyways, Mikey, <laughs> let's get straight into the pre-show. Um, yeah,
1: let's do it. Let's let's get out uh, of this this conversation.
0: Obviously, uh, AEW All Elite Wrestling is making big old waves in the wrestling world with all a bunch of new signings, all this stuff. And obviously, we're a, a SmackDown Live. I was I was gonna say WWE, but s- screw Raw. Uh, we're a SmackDown Live podcast here, but of course. It's hard not talking about Aew uh, and the amount of money they have and the amount of potential of you know wrestlers asking for the releases, some being granted. Um, wrestlers apparently being have having talks of Aew. maybe some wrestlers are just using that to get you know more money from WWE. Um, mm. various reasons, uh, that there are possibilities of people leaving WWE and going to AEW. And Mikey, obviously you're just now getting into, you know, sort of this elite AEW culture.
1: Yes. Yes, I am.
0: I wanted to play a game with you. Um, okay. So I'm going to trap you into a room, uh, saw like and force you to answer my riddles. <laughs> um... Until you, uh, I guess, saw off your arm. I guess is what the ending of this game is.
1: Okay, interesting. I'm very. I, I'm. I'm. Uh, uh, I don't think I bit the saw off my arm, but I like answering riddles.
0: Yeah, well, this is sawed. This is. I'm changing the game. This is now solved. <laughs> Welcome to my game. Hello. <laughs> what, if, what if? What if? What if we did redid the entire song? Not redid. We just changed the voice of the saw of jigsaw, the little puppet thing. And instead of the creepy voice, we just made it be like, "Hello, welcome to my game. How's it doing?" And he's just like really happy and go lucky and cheery. I feel like that would make it creepier. That's what I'm saying, dude. I might do that. Anyways, I want to play a game with you, Mikey. It's called Tip into the Scales. Okay. Um, it's pretty simple It is going to be, I'm going to ask you On a scale of 1 to 10 uh, A specific question So today's episode of Tipping the Scales Of the mini podcast Tipping the Scales Is going to be on a scale of 1 to 10 What is the likelihood of uh, This superstar going to AEW, going to All Elite Very Wrestling clear. So I have a giant list of superstars here Mikey and I'm going to ask you Just on the likelihood, a uh, scale of 1 to 10 You'll give me that answer And you'll maybe explain to me why you th- believe that um, are you ready to play my game? Yes,
1: I assume one is like the lowest likelihood, and ten is the highest.
0: Correct. Okay, as all correct scales are. Yeah. Any any person, any person in the world, I'll come out. I'll I'll be a heel against these people. Uh, any person in the world that says on a scale of one to ten, one being the highest, ten being the lowest, they can go and eat a fart. I'll say it, dude. Like that Ooh. is.
1: Ooh, any like, listeners that have one is their highest number on the scale.
0: You're insane. That is not how that works. It, obviously it's one is the lowest, ten is the highest. Anything different than that is bonkers to me, and you should be rejected out of society. Anyways, Mikey, you ready to play tipping the scales?
1: I'm sorry I triggered a nerve, but yeah, let's do it.
0: On a scale of one to ten, what is the likelihood of Dean Ambrose going to AEW?
1: Uh five. Because I think, I think if he leaves WWE, he's just kind of gonna be done with wrestling, a little bit, and take a break rather than go straight into AEW. So mm-hmm. I think like, it's about like a, I think it's like right smack in the middle of whether he's gonna just take a break completely or go to AEW.
0: Okay, on a scale of one to ten, what is the likelihood of the Usos going to AEW?
1: Um. I think that's like a three. I don't know what that is all about because I think they've been treated in WWE pretty well. And they're about also to get title shots. So And they're they've always been like a consistent, like, really good uh go to tag team. Yeah, on SmackDown and when they were on Raw. So I don't see why they would leave because they're I think being used just fine. So Uh, I'd say a three. I think they're just using that for contract stuff at
0: WWE. It's, that's, I guess it's certainly possible. I mean, I'll, I'll just chime in here saying that, uh, you know, uh, they are having a title shot, but so did the revival and they are now the raw tag team champions. Fair enough. On a scale of one to 10, what is the likelihood of Naomi going to AEW? (laughs) Naomi being, uh, what is it? Jey Uso's wife. Or Jimmy, I hold on. Forgot. <laughs> I honestly I'm still working on trying to figure out the difference between well, who's the Jimmy Jay, I got it down yeah, to the, yeah, it's pretty much the beers. <laughs> um, oh god, the Wikipedia page just went to the Usos as a tag team. Oh, Jesus. Wait, what happened? Uh I was I went on Naomi's Wikipedia page. It was like spouse Jonathan Fatu and it just goes to the Usos as a tag team and <laughs> I can't decipher it from there. <laughs> um okay, well, oh, Jonathan Two is Jimmy Uso. Okay, so Jimmy Uso. Okay. Um Naomi's wife, Jimmy Uso. Possibility likelihood of going to AEW.
1: Uh also like a 3 because I feel like she's also been being used fine and I feel like she's having fun with what she's doing, so I don't know. I don't think Naomi would be going.
0: On a scale of one to ten, what is the likelihood of Randy Orton going to AEW? Uh, like a like a two. I don't
1: think he's going anywhere. He's been with he's WWE forever. I don't think he's going
0: anywhere. Um, you think he's just using it for contract negotiations?
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh,
0: kind of similarly. On a scale of one to ten, what is the likelihood of Batista going to AEW?
1: That's a little higher on the thing for me because I feel like he's had his problems with WWE in the past. And I know he keeps coming back, but uh, I think think it'd be a possibility for him to go to AEW. So I'm going to go ahead and say like a four.
0: Okay, okay. What is the likelihood of the Revival going to AEW? Like a nine. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you say that? Because they're
1: one of they're one of the best tag teams like around, and AEW is really getting focused on tag team wrestling, you know, with the Bucks heading it and all. Mm-hmm. So I really think that it would be revi- it would be beneficial for the revival to go over there. And I think with the way WWE has been using them, and they kind of just I feel like they kind of just gave them the titles to be like, hey, please stay. Um, I think I think they're they're. They're on the ship over there.
0: Fair enough. On the scale of 1 to 10, what is the likelihood of AJ Styles going to AEW?
1: AJ Styles. Hmm. That's going to be like a 1 from me, dog. (laughs) Why do you say that? Because, like, look at... Look at how look at him in WWE. He's been a main eventer since he showed up, and he hasn't stopped being a main eventer. There's no, I mean, I guess maybe for a lighter schedule. That's about the only thing I could think of.
0: Um, going down the same Japanese uh, train on a scale of one to ten was the likelihood of Finn Balor going to AEW. Finn, okay, Finn Balor is I is teasing all of us, man. <laughs> His Instagram
1: is full of stuff that says he's going to AEW, but, like, I don't know if that's true. But I also wouldn't be surprised. I'm going to go ahead and put him right smack in the middle at, like, five.
0: Okay, okay. Because uh, he could
1: definitely just go either way.
0: What is the likelihood of Shinsuke Nakamura going to AEW?
1: Probably. I'm probably on the same train as Finn Balor here, probably, like, a five.
0: Um, and again, what is the likelihood of Gallows and Anderson going to AEW?
1: That's gonna, uh, probably like a seven or eight, because it's the whole, it's the whole tag team wrestling thing again.
0: Mm-hmm. Tag team, they're also not doing anything, unlike the Usos, unlike the Revival.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like the whole tag team scenario again, except like, this time they're just not being used, like, at all. And I can see them being
0: used better in AEW. Okay. Here's a bold one. On the scale of 1 to 10, Mikey, what is the likelihood of Becky Lynch going to AEW? Uh,
1: is, is is zero an option?
0: I mean, if you want to make it an option.
1: Zero, because there's no way.
0: You will have to. If you pick, do pick zero, I should say. If you do pick zero, I will have to take a finger. I think it's worth it, zero.
1: <laughs>
0: Why do you say that?
1: Because... Look at her now, look at her now, and WWE gave her her big, basically her big jump, and I feel like, sure she hasn't been, like, happy with how she's been used always, but I feel like she's made the best of it, and I think she genuinely likes it over there, um, so I don't see her going anywhere anytime soon.
0: Is there a possibility that if she jumps ship, she could get even more money and maybe, maybe have, like, a main event match against Kenny Omega? Oh, my God. That would be, like, hype as hell.
1: Becky Lynch versus like, Kenny I'll Omega? Let, That'd be hype as hell.
0: I'll let, I'll let that trickle into your brain. <laughs> uh, let's move wow. on. What is That'd the likelihood cool. of New Day going to AEW?
1: <sighs> I don't know. I don't think that's another one where I don't think like at all. It it kind of just like Kofi. I don't see him going. Big E. I don't see him going. But like Xavier. Xavier. I don't see him going because up, 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 down,
0: down. Um. So I, mm-hmm. I.
1: I don't know. Like a two.
0: Um. On a scale of one to ten, what is the likelihood of Gold Dust going to AEW? Now again, Mikey, just to make sure you don't forget this time, Gold Dust is Cody Rhodes' brother.
1: Are we talking like a wrestler or like a producing backstage role? Uh, up to you. I think if it's a wrestling, it's like a five. But if it's producing, it's like an eight. Mm-hmm. Because be- he's old. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, fair enough, I guess. Fair <laughs> uh, Fair enough uh what is the likelihood of bray wyatt going to a e w
1: hmm
0: we are starting to enter the names where uh i've just seen it on the internet or i've just seen someone throw out a name for a e w uh we are we are entering that phase <laughs> um
1: like a four Maybe higher. I don't know. I can't tell what he's up to. He's just, like, he's been so incognito for so long that I can't even tell anymore.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um, On a scale of 1 to 10, what is the likelihood of Harper going to AEW?
1: Hmm. Would he leave his bludgeoned brother? Hmm. I don't know if he would. Um. F- four.
0: Okay. Okay. Um. On a scale of one to ten, what's the likelihood of Daniel Bryan going to AEW? Do you need to take another finger? Because that's a, probably like another zero. Ooh, another zero. You think he's a WWE or w- I think so. A, I think I he's think a he's a
1: mainstay. WWE boy.
0: Why do you say that?
1: Because I feel like, look where he's gone in that company. Like he's he's become one of the biggest names, basically in in the world of wrestling. Period. Like, I was watching a being the elite video and I saw yes chance in it. Like, they're everywhere. Everyone loves Daniel Bryan now. Everyone loves the the yes movement that is now dead. But like that became big. Like you know. Like it's just, I don't know. I think he. I think he's not going anywhere.
0: If he was not cleared to wrestle for WWE, do you think what what do you think his chances are then?
1: I don't know because if he wasn't cleared to wrestle for WWE, where else would he be cleared to wrestle? Cuz I feel like out of all companies, they would be the most strict about it, you know.
0: Mhm.
1: Like I would like I think I, I think I would be more worried about him if they if WWE didn't clear him, but somebody else did. You know, because I'd be like, okay, that seems bad. Mm-hmm. Seems like he maybe shouldn't be wrestling if that happened. But I feel like I'd be worried about him, so I, I don't really know.
0: Uh, this one we'll do a special, special different kind of version of it. Um, just tell me which member of the Undisputed Era, in your opinion has the highest likelihood of going to AEW. Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish or Roderick Strong? Um
1: Probably Roderick Strong. Okay. Why do you say that one? Uh because I feel like out of all of the era, he's kind of like i would i don't want to say he's the least focused on but i feel like adam cole's a big name that i don't think nxt is going to get rid of anytime soon i don't think he's going to want to leave anytime soon because he's one of like the, the big six was like the big six now in nxt yeah. so i don't i don't think he's going anywhere and Kyle O'Reilly and uh kylo is like really close with adam cole so i don't think he would be going anywhere either um and it, would, I think it would, it would, it would I mean, either have to be Bobby Fish or Roger Strong.
0: I mean, they all have New Japan Pro Wrestling and Ring of Honor ties. Plus, of course, Adam Cole uh, was a member of the Bullet Club, and not only a member of the Bullet Club, but a like on the Ring of Honor side, pretty much on the faction with, was like in a mini faction with uh, the Young Bucks. Oh yeah. The super click. The super click. That's really good. Um, so who knows? Who knows? Um you went with Roger Strong though, I like it. Um here's a bold 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 idea, Mikey. On a scale of one to ten, what is the likelihood of Grand Matalik going to AEW? Um probably
1: up there. Uh, like a seven. Okay. I just feel like he'd be used better there than he is here on two hundred five. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, two hundred five and WWE for some, yeah for Raw for some reason. mm Hmm.
1: So I just feel like he. Yeah, would I don't know. Like it better elsewhere.
0: Um. Of course, he had. He has ties with New Japan Pro Wrestling, but he also has his home promotion was pretty much C-N-L-L and with AEW having connections to AAA now. Uh, who knows? Also, apparently, Mikey, you may find this somewhat surprising. Apparently, when he was uh, a wrestler in CMLL or I guess maybe in New Japan as well, when he was um Mascarada, what is it? Mascarada do Dorado. Um he was apparently one of the best heels uh in wrestling.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah, he was. Um, he was apparently um, really good at being a heel. Um, uh, that I, I mean, I, I don't know personally. I've, I haven't watched any of his older matches, but apparently he was pretty, pretty good at that sort of thing. Um, now, just again, look at Lucha House Party, and then just get angrier. Um, moving on, what is the likelihood of Ty Dillinger going to AEW? Like an eight. <laughs> Ooh, not a ten?
1: No. <laughs> I wouldn't say. I I don't. I don't think I hit. I don't think I would go with this gimmick on this one. But I think it would be like an eight.
0: Um, what is the likelihood of the Undertaker going to AEW?
1: Uh, <laughs> for his pay rate, I don't think he's going anywhere. <laughs>
0: I don't know, man. You I like I said, I think I said that last week. Uh Tony Khan, he's twice as rich as Vince McMahon. Fair. I maybe he'll they make got the I money. don't see
1: him being like a mainstay. I maybe he'll make an appearance or two, but I don't see him being like a
0: mainstay on the roster. Wow. What a bold prediction. Hmm. Just even the even the idea of him making a one off appearance is bonkers. Yeah. I mean, hey, he's
1: he's promo he's he's got his own his own rates going rates now, so I feel like he could just kind of go wherever.
0: I feel like a better question is like, what is the likelihood of him being at the um, um what's it called the um, not double or nothing, not AEW as a roster member, but as a special guest at Starcast Two, the little like um. Star- comic con Starcast, cast two before. electric boogaloo yep um that's that's the exact one actually um <laughs> i feel like i could see maybe him showing up there quite honestly mm-hmm. um what are the likelihood of rusev and i guess you can throw in lana there as well of going to aew Hmm.
1: um I don't know, honestly,
0: I don't know, I can't say Gun to your head, or I guess salt to your hands, <laughs> salt to my hands uh five a solid five, I'll take it solid five um, what is the likelihood of Mike Canellis, and I presumably his wife Maria Canellis going to a e w
1: like an 8. I think an 8 or a 9. I feel like they'd be really good characters over there. And their gimmicks would work well over there. Um, and I think I think I
0: could see them over there. In the near future. Going right down the list, what is the likelihood of Mojo Raleigh going to AEW? Um...
1: I mean, probably up there, probably like a s- six or a seven, because all he's been doing in WWE recently is talking to himself in the mirror. <laughs> the last time I saw Mojo Rawley, he was yelling at himself
0: in the mirror. That's it. Fair enough. Uh, and you don't think that's he's? You don't think he's going anywhere with that mirror talk?
1: <laughs> I don't. <laughs> he said it, it's um, something about reinventing himself, but I don't. I don't think WWE is ready to change anything with this quote-unquote start era.
0: True enough. Where nothing has changed um, at all. What is the likelihood, on a scale of 1 to 10, of Shelton Benjamin going to AEW? Um, 8. Ooh, a high one on that one. A high number eight. Yeah, yeah. I
1: think if he's gonna wrestle and show his talents off somewhere, it's gonna be there because WWE is doing not stone nothing with him.
0: Accurate. When was the last time he? Was, I guess the last time he was on TV was the Royal Rumble. Now that I think about it, before that, <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Who gosh dang knows? Mm-hmm. Um, coming down coming down the list. Um, we'll visit NXT real quick. Um, he may not know the reason why, I'll explain it on a scale of one to ten. What is the likelihood of Diana Perrazzo, the virtuoso, going to AEW? Mikey, um, if you do not know, she is dating Marty Skrull, who is currently still signed on to Ring of Honor. Oh, really? But uh, Marty Skrull, of course, being a member of the elite, uh, so yeah, what are the odds, knowing that information, Mikey? What is the likelihood of Diana Perazzo going to AEW?
1: It was gonna be like an eight before you even said that. Now it's like a nine.
0: <laughs> Oof, a number, a a big old number nine.
1: Because Diana Perazzo isn't really being used again in WWE at all. Like in NXT, uh, she kind of just shows up at some live shows here and there, and I feel like I've seen her on TV maybe twice. Um. Mm-hmm. So, I could see her going over there. Especially with the way they're seeking out women's wrestlers. I could see it.
0: And finally, last one, Mikey. On a scale of 1 to 10, what is the likelihood of the Hardy Boys going to AEW? Oh,
1: It's got to be like a 1 or a 2. They are WWE Boys, no doubt in my mind.
0: Even though they went to Impact, then Ring of Honor, then they had a ladder match. They got they at Ring got Ring of Honor against each other. They got their against the Young Bucks. They got
1: their big jump at WWE, and they then they came back, didn't they? So I feel like wherever life may take them, I feel like WWE is going to be like their
0: rock. Fair enough, fair enough. I could easily maybe see a one-off. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I guess it's pretty fair um, yeah, so that is it that is tipping the scales, Mikey uh, that is a new segment new game that we can play. We can swap it out with anything uh, I'm excited, I'm excited about the possibilities of tipping the scales, and maybe one day Mikey, you can trap me into the Sol uh, room, and I have to play your games <laughs> maybe, maybe uh, I've already done it with your with the BuzzFeed quiz. Yeah. And I've done it now now of tipping the scales.
1: I seem to always be trapped in your room.
0: Yeah. Your game room. <laughs> you're always you're always trapped in my game room, buddy o <laughs> pal. This is my game room today. Um well speaking of today, let us finally book this episode of Hit the Books Mikey. Let us talk about, I don't really want to talk about what happened last week. Well, I guess we do, because I want to talk about the excitement Meter and Booking Meters. So anyways, I'll talk about what happened last week.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's do it.
0: (laughs) I really, I really tucked myself into doing it again, didn't I? Uh, Show opener. Becky Lynch opens up Smackdown Live, saying that she's faced every woman on the roster, except for one person, Bailey, whom she then calls out. Bailey walks to the ring. Becky Lynch says that she's seen Bailey struggle with Nia Jax, struggle with the country club, struggle with everything else. But Lynch says that all that struggle is going to pay off. Becky Lynch wants Bailey to challenge her for the SmackDown Live Women's Championship at Fastlane. Bailey agrees, uh, saying that she has been struggling, she has been fighting for so long, and that she agrees. She thinks she deserves the challenge, or two challenge, I should say. Um, they shake hands, throw at the four horsemen sign, and it is official. Fastlane, it's going to be Becky Lynch versus Bailey for the SmackDown Live Women's Championship. Excitement meter three point three five out of four. Booking three point zero
1: one. Okay, okay, I like it. People are getting starting to get excited about Bailey finally.
0: Backstage segment, WWE.com exclusive of Drew McIntyre destroying the locker room area last week. Uh, then we cut to backstage of this week with Drew McIntyre walking into catering. Keith Slater and Rhino walk up to McIntyre, offer him cheese and crackers and memories of of nostalgia of being in a band together. Uh, McIntyre then proceeds to destroy the both of them, putting Slater through a table. Booking here gets a 3.33 out of 4.
1: Nice. Nice, nice, nice.
0: Take that, Slater. Yeah. Next up, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Kyle Riley, with of course strong Colin Fish by his side. Kyle Riley is able to pick up the victory here against Nakamura, but again, following the match, Undisputed Era attack Nakamura two weeks in a row. But who comes out to make the save? None other than Daniel Bryan with the chair to even the odds. Excitometer here gets a 2.65, Booking gets a 3.5. Nice, 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 nice. Keeping it up there. Backstage segment, Kevin Owens walks into GM Page's office eating food off of the U.S. Championship. I believe we described the food as being spaghetti meatballs. Or chicken tenders and or fries. Maybe, or chicken tenders and fries or some sort of baked ziti. Yeah, some sort of baked ziti. GM Page asks what he's doing. Owens says he's eating dinner. <laughs> GM Page tells Owens that he has to defend the United States Championship again tonight. Owens says he won't because he wants a WWE Championship match. GM Page tells him that if he is still the United States Champion after WrestleMania, then he can challenge. He can be the number one contender for the WWE Championship. Kevin Owens sadly thinks about it. Maybe eats a a fry. (laughs) Um, And then, you know what? I think he agrees because he says, can I at least know who I'm fighting tonight? Out comes a returning Rowan. Booking here gets a 2.99 out of 4. I like it. And going straight into the United States Championship match, Kevin Owens ends up defeating Rowan with the BME. Excital meter here gets a 3.17, booking a
1: 2.8. Okay, a little lower than I would
0: like, but it's getting there. Backstage segment English and Elias are warming up their instruments, vocal cords, and guitars. Sanity walk up to them and say something about, you know, how okay, chaos is going to rain. It's going to rain down on them. English says, put your money where your mouth is and defend your titles at Fastlane. This is a second challenge that English and Elias have made towards Sanity. Sanity walk off laughing. English and Elias stay frustrated. Um, Dane comes back, smacks the guitar out of Elias's hand, and then leaves. Booking here gets a 2.6 out of 4. Okay, not bad. Backstage segment. Triple H walks into GM Page's office angry and asks why the country club is in the Elimination Chamber match. They should have been punished, not rewarded with a title shot. GM Page says that this wouldn't have happened if he didn't take their spots at the Rumble, spots that were rightfully theirs. Triple H says that it was best for business. He doesn't care about Liv Morgan or Sarah Logan. He cares Ooh. about the future. GM Page says that she cares about the superstars on her brand. Triple H leaves angry. Booking here gets a 3.4 out of 4. Nice. And in an Elimination Chamber qualifying match, we had Tamina and Lana versus Nia Jax and Charlotte Flair. Through some cheatery, Charlotte Flair picks up the victory by pinning Tamina. That means that Nia Jax and Charlotte Flair are entering the chamber. Excite meter gets to 2.52, booking gets a 2.8. Okay, okay.
1: Not as high as I would
0: like, but it's and, fine. And finally, in the main event, a last man standing number one contender's match for the WWE Championship, Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. Sadly, no one wins this match because during the match Drew McIntyre comes out, double Claymore's Rollins and Balor. And then power bombs both guys through the announce table. Neither man answered the 10 count, just leaving Drew McIntyre standing. This match ends in a draw. Mikey, we did it. What happened? What did we do? meter and Booking Meter both get a perfect 4 out of 4. Woo!
1: All right. Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins, and Finn Balor. You guys did it. Hell yeah.
0: First time ever where we had a single segment get a perfect 100% on both Excitation Meter and Booking Meter. Mikey, we booked the perfect (laughs) segment. We
1: booked the perfect segment. Everyone was perfectly excited about it, and everyone perfectly loved it. So.
0: We, Amazing. <laughs> we lived up to the hype. Overall, the show got a 3.14 on the Excitometer, and on the booking Meter got a 3.16. Okay. So, pretty much met that expectation of excitement, and kind of bumped up a little bit.
1: A little bit, yeah.
0: So, Mikey, I'll say it, not only did we get the perfect segment out of this show, this was overall a good show. Definitely. This is a this was a real good show. I mean we had some some solid matchups. We had some solid. I mean, I love this backstage segment of Triple H and Page. Obviously everyone loved this Balor and Rollins match. Um People liked the Nakamura Dan Bryan pairing possibly. Yeah. People liked Bailey and Becky Lynch. I'm telling you, dude. We're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. I think I think we
1: are finally, especially on this road to WrestleMania.
0: Especially where we need it. Where we gosh dang need it. Okay, well, let us book this show. Let us... Mikey, do you got any ideas for this episode? Show number three, episode 27 of Hit the Books going into the... Hastling.
1: Uh we need another US title match for Kevin Owens.
0: Of course. Do you want to start constructing that those segments and and match ideas?
1: Yeah, let's 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 start let's start throwing stuff together.
0: Okay. How ooh, is Kevin Owens ooh.
1: disrespecting the title this time?
0: I like those are the those are the questions. How does he just disrespect the title and who does he think? <laughs>
1: Let's, I don't, it's going to be hard to top eating food off of it. That was pretty good.
0: Is there an idea with him coming out to the ring and then he pulls it out of his trunks or pulls it out of his basketball? I shorts? don't know
1: if that's, I don't know if he can hide that very well. He can't pull a whole belt. I feel like he can't pull a whole title belt out of your shorts without anyone seeing it.
0: Is that a championship in your pocket? or Are you just happy to fight me?
1: I, dude, I don't, I don't, know. I don't know. if that's realistic to just hide it in there.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. It's not. It's
1: not like brass knuckles uh, where you can just be like whoop and nobody really notice it. He's gonna have to like shove that sucker in there. He's gonna come out.
0: He's gonna shove it way. Up he
1: comes it, out. He's looking all
0: bulky. It's like whoa. It's, you okay there, um, Owens? Okay. Uh, then, maybe not that idea. um, what other things that he could do well, let's talk about the possibility of who he may face or thinking of what he might do to the title. I think it like maybe he comes around with a segment, maybe with Paige if he has another segment of page um or maybe it's just him walking to the ring and he does something stupid with it. yeah, um, who could he face? I like the idea of Miz or maybe Mojo Raleigh. I like the idea of Sinkara. I like the idea of Mysterio. I like yeah, I like
1: I like um
0: Rusev. Of course. I mean
1: Mysterio would be like a rematch. Um I think I'd rather do like new stuff for now. Yeah.
0: Um we could always do a member of a tag team like Sheamus or Cesaro. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I like Sheamus. Sheamus or Cesaro.
1: I like the Mojo Rawley or Miz idea. Okay, I was into that. Um, we did because we did Mike Kanellis already. So I think I yes. like the I think I like the idea of Miz and Mojo trying to like outshine Mike Kanellis.
0: By picking up a victory. By, which, by picking up – by
1: actually beating Kevin Owens.
0: Which person do you think is challenging, Miz or Mojo Rawley?
1: I think it's – I think it's, it's going to go Mojo, and then Miz is going to be, like, the final boss
0: of that trio. Fair enough. Maybe the Miz is next week. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. So we are going to do Kevin Owens versus – Mojo Rowley with, of course, The Miz on his side. Um, Who picks up the victory?
1: Uh, well, obviously,
0: Kevin Owens. Well, obviously. Well, obviously Kevin Owens, okay. How does he do it? How does he pick up the victory this time? I
1: think I like the idea of him reversing, like Mojo Rowley trying to go for a pounce into a pop-up powerbomb.
0: Ooh, I like that. Owens reverses a pounce into a pop-up power That is a good visual. I like that.
1: Just like he's he's coming for the pounce, and Owens like sidesteps and throws and like throws him into the ropes.
0: Oh, I love that visual. And one, two, three. Kevin Owens remains the United States champion. Mm-hmm. I like to imagine that, like, whenever he gets these. Like, he just sort of just, like, like, the referee, like, gives it to him, and he just, like, grabs, he, like, takes it, just throw, drops it immediately, and just walks out. Yeah. I don't, I don't imagine him ever walking out with it.
1: He always just, yeah, he always just seems to, like, leave it behind. Um Yeah,
0: I I feel like.
1: I think I like the idea of him also coming out for his entrance without it by accident. What do you mean? And then him, like, running back and being, le- like, like, he comes out without it, and then he's, like, he, like, looks down, and he's, like, oh, shit, uh, two seconds. And he just runs back, like, runs back to backstage, and
0: he grabs it. I like that. I like that as his, his bit to this week. <laughs> that he comes out without it, and it's, like, gosh oh, And he's, like, he looks down, and he's just, like, I mean, oh, no, anyway, I feel like, I like the, the announcer, like, just goes all pull. the way to the ring. And the referee's, like, where's the title? And he's, like, oh, shit. He has to- and he quickly runs back. <laughs> He runs back.
1: His his, his music hits again.
0: <laughs> his music hits again, and he's just running back. He's just like walking back, but grudgingly with it. He just he just
1: he's like dragging it behind him. Oh, like, I, like oh, a kid, like a that, like a kid with like a blankie. He's just like dragging it behind him, just like.
0: <sighs> oh, that is the perfect visual to sum up Kevin Owens. Like people put it around their waist. People put it on their shoulder. Roman Reigns and Eddie Guerrero put it like behind their shoulder. Uh I like the idea of Kevin Owens just dragging it. Like he just has <laughs> it on his side, like I'm not sure if he can if it can reach the floor, but it's just like he's just like it has it on his side. He's just walking walking to the ring with it.
1: Yeah, I think I think it'd just be funny. God, I love that visual.
0: Okay, well Kevin Owens picked the victory here. Congratulations, Kevin Owens. One step closer. <laughs> Is he going to have to f- defend it against everyone on this roster? Are we also got to have a fast lane match for him, too, now that I think about it. So maybe we just got to keep that in the back of our heads about a possible fast lane match. Or maybe keep it a surprise. Actually, it could go either way, I guess, now that I think about it. Anyways, um, oh, we also need to determine a- another two more teams for the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view match for the inaugural Women's Tag Team Champions um mikey we can determine the smackdown team real quick possibly um we've had we've had discussions about what we might want to do with it keep in mind carmella is returning this episode she is back from suspension um so we have one more more possibilities for a tag team uh but of course we can maybe do an nxt team Uh, what do you think mikey What, what do we do what are we doing here
1: Hmm. Let's add an NXT team to get some ten- more tension between Triple H and Page.
0: I agree. I agree. Um. Okay. Um. Okay. So maybe a backstage segment with with Triple H and Page. Um, who, Triple H is going to GM Page's office, I guess? Yeah. And what's happening? What happens?
1: Um, Triple H probably sets up along the lines of, like, Ah, I have a team for the Elimination Chamber this Sunday, or whatever it is. I don't know. Yeah, this Sunday. Um, okay. I think? Um, so, I think he could be, like, yeah, this Sunday... I have a team for the elimination chamber, and Paige is like, No, I have my team, and then maybe we could have like a match for it tonight.
0: Ooh, a match. A match a match idea. I like that idea. Okay. Okay. I like that idea. Then uh who which tag team are you thinking you want to put in this match then? Um from
1: NXT or WWE? either, really, because we also need
0: to figure out the women's side, too. We also need to figure out a women's tag team, too. Uh... Honestly, no, actually, now that I think about it, I was like, we already did Tamina and Lana. We already did Nia Jackson, and Charlotte Flair. We already did Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan. We already have Bailey and Becky Lynch. The only other person here is Carmella.
1: We don't have anyone for Carmella to team up with. Nope. Not even. Oh no, we we
0: did Lana already. Ah, <laughs> oh, that sucks. Okay, uh, new pitch, new pitch. Uh, backstage segment. Triple H walks in the GM page's office. Triple H says that. Um, it's gotta come out. I feel like it's just gonna be announcing that, like. I think P- Triple H is come... Maybe Triple H doesn't come in angry. He's just coming in smug.
1: Maybe Paige is all frantic because she can't find a- another team for the Elimination Chamber.
0: Ooh, yeah. And she needs... She needs NXT. She,
1: maybe kinda. she's all frantic. She's like, I can't find another team for the Elimination Chamber to represent SmackDown. We don't have... Uh, we don't have another person. And she's, like, freaking out. And then Triple H kind of, like, walks in and he's like, well... You see, I have this team here from uh whatever,
0: yeah from n x t um part of me feels like though she would deny whatever triple h offers her, and she would just maybe pick some sort of smackdown team, yeah. Mean, I mean, you know, after last week, I feel like she's freaking out uh, because she doesn't know any. She doesn't know who to put in it. She doesn't really have any. She has like three women: Tamina, Alana and Carmella. She doesn't know who she's going to put into the chamber. Triple H comes in, offers like, "I have an NXT team, an yeah,
1: NXT that, team,
0: <laughs> correct? <laughs> that I can put into the chamber." I'm not and just gonna I look think, past that one. <laughs> I feel like she's just gonna deny whatever Triple H offers her.
1: Yeah, maybe she's like, "No, I got this." You know, she's like, "Don't worry about it. I can handle this." And then yeah. she, and then and she, maybe she realizes her situation of only having Carmella left.
0: I, I, I got a pitch for you, Mikey. I got a pitch for you. Uh, we do this segment. We have a match or whatever. We cut to GM Page going up to Tamina and Lana and just offering them the spot. Even though they lost last week, she doesn't have any other people that can be in the match. So she just offers it to Tamina and Lana right there. Mm. And then maybe still in that segment um, or maybe later, in another backstage segment, Tamina and Lana are talking strategy or whatever, or whatever they're doing, and they are attacked by an NXT team.
1: Ooh. Okay. Like that.
0: Okay. Um, we do two or three segments with this pitch, and that now we have maybe the idea of I don't like this idea I guess long term but uh the idea of maybe this nX team comes in mm-hmm. they quote unquote injure fake injure of course yeah and replace and and like triple h is like essentially with this nX team forcing Ch- Tamina and Lana out of it and forcing his nX team into the match just like the opposite happened at the Royal Rumble. I like that. Uh, Can I hit you a pitch of who I think should be in the chamber? Who I think should be doing this? Yes. I believe this should be Duke and Shafir. That's fair. I know you want the Sky Pirates.
1: Well, the Sky I I get why, because the Sky Pirates wouldn't do this.
0: No they would not. <laughs> no they would not. <laughs> and I can't think of a single reason I unless you unless we can think of an idea, but I can't think of a way of like any good person duo from NXT finding a legitimate reason into this.
1: Yeah. I I I got gotcha. you.
0: Plus it works storyline-wise with a uh, NXT team. Robbing uh, WWE. Yep. Okay. Well, then I will write out those backstage segments, and when we come back, we will book the rest of our card. Uh, Stay tuned. And we are back. Mikey, Elimination Chamber, pay-per-view match. I know we just had this attack of Duke and Shafir, but when we are advertising, I feel like it's still Tamina and Lana.
1: Okay. I agree. I feel like that's funny. yeah.
0: And in the break, oh, we need a nickname for Tamina and Lana as well, along with Nia Jax and Charlotte Flair. Nia Jax and Charlotte like Flair. and Charlotte Flair, they're like the A-team, and, yeah, Tamina and Lana are just, like, Free app version. The C team. <laughs> um. Well, we came up with a the third Raw tag team. Mikey, do you want to say who that is? Uh, yes, it's Asuka
1: and Ember Moon, the Empresses of the Night.
0: <sighs> I could not think of a more beautiful name, quite honestly. The, like, you wrote a poem with that tag team name. The <laughs> new name is Mikey Shakespeare. Hold on, let me write that down for next week.
1: <laughs> I think I think it's my greatest creation since the country club.
0: I feel like I feel like Country Club, the Aiden English Heel Turn, and The
1: Aiden English Heel Turn song. Yeah. Not even just the just the song.
0: Just the song. And uh and this one. And the Empress is the night. Quite honestly, really beautiful. I love it
1: my three my three works of art on this podcast <laughs>
0: um well then let us continue booking the show um i'll throw out a pitch for you mikey uh tag team match um bobby fish roger strong versus daniel bryan and shinsuke nakamura i like it i like that okay okay um who wins
1: Brian and Shinsuke
0: Okay. Um I imagine there's gonna be skullduggery. Is that a word? That feels like that's I feel like the Skullduggery. Sk- <laughs> that's a word, right? <laughs> Hold on. Um uh, oh, did I nail it? Skullduggery. Underhanded or unscrupulous behavior, trickery. I imagine there's gonna be skullduggery by the undisputed era. Probably. Uh, so how will how will this skull be dugged?
1: Oof! I have no idea.
0: Did I throw you off by saying skull be dug?
1: A little bit. <laughs> Just a touch.
0: Um. Okay, Shinsuke Nakamura, Dan Bryan versus Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong. Your pick is Dan Bryan and Shinsuke Nakamura get the victory here. Um. Oof. Um,
1: I feel. I just feel like Undisputed Era has had the upper hand on them for a couple weeks in a row now, and I think it's time for them to come
0: out on top. Is there another post beatdown, post match beatdown? Um, I feel like that's the ultimate question.
1: I feel like it, it. It could. There definitely could be.
0: So you think Shinsuke Nakamura, Dan Bryan get the victory, but Undisputed Era. Beat down on Nakamura and Dan Bryan. It really feels like a third person's about to come out. It does, doesn't it? It feels like it feels like one or two people might come out.
1: And we have, like, a big four-on-four four set up. For Fastlane? <gasps> who That's would come out? a bad idea, though. Who would come out, though?
0: Who would come out? Who would come out to, to the-
1: save... Dan Bryan and who's Shinsuke? got
0: who's got beef with who's Era got the beef with Era. I'm looking through. I feel like I have a couple. I have a couple picks in my head. Um, I just want to go through our, our our backlog and see if there's any more people that you know shine out to me as possibilities Brian is obviously already there um I got three options Mikey okay Rey Mysterio okay Rusev interesting or Mike Canales or 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 just the bar
1: I kinda okay so, I really like Kanellis and Mysterio coming out. Mm-hmm. But I also very much like The Bar.
0: The Bar versus Mysterio and Canellus. The Bar, obviously, have had issue with Undisputed Era in the past. Rey Mysterio had had a match with Bobby Fish before. My um, Kanellis, I think this would be a great opportunity of putting him in a you know, sort of bigger-name spotlight. Mm-hmm. So
1: the thing here is, I think... So the thing is, I want to give... Um. I want to give Mike Canalis a push here, but the bar makes way more sense.
0: Mike Kanellis also had a draw match in the Beat the Clock challenge against Adam Cole.
1: That's true. I still think the bar make more sense, though, with considering their past with Undisputed Era.
0: Agree. Plus, it's something where we can have the bar involved in. You know, have another tag team involved in another thing. Mm. Undisputed Era beat down on... Nakamura and Brian once more and the bar make the save. We have a solid 4 on 4 matchup brewing. Yes. Partly feels like we can announce that on the Fastlane card right now. Okay, I like that. If we wanted to. A undisputed era versus Shinsuke Nakamura, Dan Bryan and the bar. I like it. Should we book it? Are we officially doing it? Let's book it. Wait, no, we can't. No, I can't say that. The show's over now. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's the theme song? No, that's not it. Um, uh, 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 Mama Mia. Ryan, you, it? Ryan, you made it. Shit. Uh... <laughs> No, that seems like I think that was Pirates of the Caribbean. Yep. <laughs> I think so too. The Undisputed Era versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Wait, I got Dan... it. Our theme song
1: is Da da Da
0: Shinsuke Nakamura, Dan Bryan in the Bar versus the Undisputed Era. It is official for Fast Lane. Um Okay, that's that, then. Um, We only have five episodes, by the way, between now and Fastlane. We're on episode three. We have this episode, show number four, show number five, and then it's Fastlane.
1: Incredible. We're so close.
0: Incredibly close. Uh, I don't know where to put this, so I'm just going to put this in match two for right now, because I just put the United States title match in match three. I don't know. Um Okay, so any other ideas, Mikey? Any other ideas? I think the most obvious one is we have to figure this whole number one contender for WWE Championship match out.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree.
0: Um, any ideas that you have about where you want to get this to or what you want to do with it?
1: Um, I'm thinking maybe we set up a triple threat match for Fastlane mm-hmm. between Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, and AJ Styles.
0: Oh, that's good. Part of me, well, I could be ever so bold, Mikey, to tweak that pitch just a bit. Okay. What are your thoughts on making it a steel cage match?
1: Ooh.
0: To make sure that Drew is it, McIntyre is, it to, is involved. I it? I'm about
1: to say, is it to keep them in or Drew McIntyre out?
0: Well, I guess both. <laughs> Mainly McIntyre. Yeah.
1: I feel like it's mainly to keep McIntyre out.
0: Ooh. Okay. Okay. We got our target. How do we get there? Uh. We need a show opener still. Yes. Um, after last week. Who would start it out? I feel like Seth Rollins, maybe? Uh.
1: Either Seth Rollins or AJ Styles.
0: Okay. AJ Styles. That's an idea. AJ Styles. What would he... I'm trying to think of what would they have to say. AJ Styles would be, like, maybe flaunting... Because AJ Styles is a heel now. I think he's flaunting the fact that he doesn't have a title match at Fastlane. He won't have to defend it, unlike Kevin Owens. Mm -hmm.
1: And then, yeah, he's like... I like that. I like this... I like him, like kind of flaunting that he doesn't he's like yeah I don't have a title I was like I don't have a title match because there's no number one contender
0: thank you McIntyre yeah please don't kill me Thank, thank you
1: Drew McIntyre for taking out the competition
0: he thanks Drew McIntyre for taking out the competition I like that I like that as like his thesis statement yeah because obviously you put your thesis statement at the start of all of your promos.
1: And then maybe Paige comes out and she's like, no, 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 no. You're defending your title.
0: You're the WWE Championship. <laughs> Why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. Uh, okay, he can't wait to take the night off. GM Page comes out and says that... He can't wait to take the night Styles off. I like that. Um, says that Styles will be wrestling at Fastlane, and he will be defending his title. Mm-hmm. What happens next? Hmm. What happens next? It's gotta be, it's gotta be maybe, it's, we gotta somehow throw in Rollins and Balor into this mix. And somehow get to this triple, triple threat. Yeah. Now even though I'm talking about Paige Now even though you your number one contender was not successfully determined last week
1: That doesn't mean you won't be defending the title.
0: Yes. Okay. How do we how do we how do we how do we I don't know. Oof, my brain, my brain farted. Out. I think, I think maybe Paige just like just does it, you know, just makes it a triple threat. Oh, okay, hold on. I oh, mean, okay, hold on. So Drew, AJ Styles opened the show, thanking Drew McIntyre for taking out the competition, and Paige can come out and say, you know what? I should thank Drew. I should thank Drew McIntyre because she made my job easy. Mm-hmm. Um. Be-
1: Instead of picking, instead of having to choose a number one contender,
0: well, I can pick both.
1: We're making, yeah. Why not? Poor Kendall dos?
0: dose. Uh, type, Mikey. I, I can't. I can't speak German or whatever you were saying. <coughs> okay, Ryan. Um, he will be defending his title. Um, uh, she should thank McIntyre. Okay, I like that. She should thank McIntyre. She should thank McIntyre because she doesn't have to pick a number one contender because she does a thing. Because, what did I say? Because she doesn't have to pick a number one contender because she can, that's what it was, she can just pick both um so at Fastlane it will be AJ Styles versus Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins triple threat match yes um um I think we
1: save the Steel Cage the Steel cage though. announcement. I think we save that. I think we just keep it right now in normal triple threat. And then I think Drew McIntyre has to do
0: something for Paige to be like, alright, you know what? Okay, you're annoying me. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to make things exciting.
1: Just to make sure just to make sure you don't interfere.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like that, my dude. Oof, I like that. Okay. Um, okay, so we still have two or three more matches we got to mm-hmm. play with. Um, we got to do something of Sanity and English and Elias. Yes. Maybe we do a one on one match of Aiden English versus Killing and Dane. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Um, where, where we left off is that In- English and Alliance have challenged Sanity twice, and Sanity laughed them off both times. Yep. So maybe it feels like we get a number one contenders match. Okay. You know what I mean? Maybe that's an idea.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: A f- A four corners... Uh- <laughs> Number one containers match.
1: A four quarters match. Oh my god.
0: Usos, English, and Elias, The Revival, and either Slater and Rhino or The Colones.
1: You know what? Right now you're saying it and it doesn't sound as ridiculous
0: anymore. I'm, I've am i never made a single joke in my gosh dang life, Mikey. I'm 100, 100, 100%. Serious. I like CEO. it. I'm, I'm like a virtuoso. I'm like coming around to it. At like the more I think about it, call me Diana Per-o- Perazzo
1: because you're a matchmaking virtuoso.
0: Oh, that's another nickname.
1: Also, Diana Perazzo <laughs> is just Diana Prazo is also a Jersey girl, right? Let's go. Uh, I maybe. think she is.
0: Let me. Are you saying that you're related? I
1: mean, I'm obviously related to everybody in New Jersey.
0: <laughs> is that how that works? Yeah. She is from. She is from Liv- Livingston, New Jersey.
1: Yeah, I knew. I knew she was from New Jersey. <laughs> That's like the. That's like the. How far is Livingston from me?
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. So that listeners can backtrack. Uh... <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that listeners can pinpoint my exact location.
0: Okay, cool. Um Four so okay, four corners, Uso's, English and Elias, the Revival, and either the Colognes or Slater Rhino. Those are my picks. I, I can't
1: decide Oh, Livingston is like forty five minutes away, by the way.
0: From you? Oh boy, oh boy. From me, you yeah. You can hang out at her house possibly.
1: <laughs> yeah, Diana Perrazzo if you're listening to this. <laughs> We could hang out sometime.
0: Let's just hang. Let's just let's just get our nails done. <laughs> yeah. Let's just down. eat bread and get our nails done. Let's just eat Italian bread. Yeah, why not? <laughs> and talk with our hands a lot. we have
1: an Italian to do? Make it hard to get our nails done while we're, hey, while, while we're using our Italian hands, but hey.
0: <laughs> but hey, what in Rome?
1: <laughs> what in Jersey?
0: The Rome of America. um perfect uh mikey i still need help deciding the clones or slater and rhino uh
1: did we finally put the colognes on tv
0: (laughs) (laughs) um well we were doing a thing where the, the clones were just doing various jobs in the background
1: yeah we did that once and we never brought it back
0: up again did we we did that once two weeks ago and we never said it last week
1: so do we keep doing that or do we do we come back to that
0: I don't know man uh, the Colon's or Slater and Rhino oh boy oh boy four corners number one contenders match
1: oh boy that's tough Uh, flip a
0: coin. <laughs> sure. Do you? I feel like we've done this before when we flipped a coin for a decision, and it's just like I like thinking about the fact that like how many decisions were picked on coin flips in the writing room for WWE.
1: <laughs> Way too many. It seems like should we have?
0: Should we have Seth Rollins cash in his Money in the Bank title? I don't know. Flip a coin. Yeah. Right. Okay. So who's heads, who's tails?
1: Uh heads is uh Slater and Rhino and tails is uh the Colones. The Colones have done it. They're finally on TV. They're on TV.
0: Woo! Oh my gosh. What a big big old loss for them cuz they won't win. <laughs> oh boy.
1: But what if they do?
0: Mikey, you can't throw that into my head.
1: <laughs> all right. All right. Let's move on.
0: Because I'll think of a reason why the cologne should win.
1: Let's move on. Before you do. Let's, matchup, move, on. let's move on before you for do sanity.
0: Let's
1: <laughs> Quick, Ryan, let's move on before we think about more reasons the cologne should win.
0: Okay. For, I mean, we are picking English and Elias to get the victory over the Usos in the Revival just as much. Yes, four corners number one contender match. Yes, um, English Alliance get the victory. Yep, that's where we're going. Mm-hmm. Who pins? How does how does the four corners is it elimination? I think so. Four corners. What is a what is a four corners match? Thank you, WrestleZone. <laughs> uh competitors are okay, hold on. This is not what oh this is completely wrong. <laughs> oh, this is a different match. <laughs> this is there's another match called a four corners match, and that's when competitors are tied to one another for the duration of the match, and that the point of the match is that you have to touch all four corners of the ring in an unbroken trend. Oh. Okay. So that's not. But okay, so it's just, fatal, teams, it's just a
1: fatal. It's just fatal four-way tag team
0: match. But though, but SmackDown Live has called it four corners elimination SmackDown tag team title matches. I'm looking at two <laughs> that was videos a mouthful. That say this. Look at three videos actually that say this. <laughs> So it's an elimination matchup. Yep. Okay. Who eliminates whom first? Obviously the clones are eliminated first. Yes. By whom? Uh Usos. Um uh J Uso pins Primo. Okay. The- eat a butt primo um get fucked nerd okay then it's the revival and the usos and english and elias i think the Uh, revival eliminate the usos sounds good to me
1: and then Um, english and elias eliminate the revival
0: yes cool wilder dash wilder pins jimmy okay and then elias pins dawson okay why not? I mean, do you have any preference otherwise? Uh... No. Okay. New number one contenders English and Elias. So that means another Fastlane match has been announced, Mikey. Yeah. English and Elias versus Sanity for these SmackDown Live tag team titles. Okay. Um, that means we have officially announced four matches. We have three to four more matches. We have to announce. We have time. We have a couple weeks to do that. We got. We got. We got two. We got two weeks. We can easily have a women's tag match. Yeah. But we have to determine some things. Yes. <laughs> like who are the first women's champions? Uh, yeah. Okay, well then, let us. I think this four corners match um, should be the main event. I feel like that's my pitch for you. Really, bold. Do you do you want to do you do you want to defy
1: me? <laughs> no, I was just bold bold choice, but I'm okay with it.
0: I mean, it's either that for me. It's either that or the first match.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. Let's just do the four corners match then.
0: What do you? What's your preference? That is your as the main event, or that as the opening? As event? the main event. As the main event. Because either that or the United States Championship is. We yeah. I mean, we've got a we gotta determine all, all these things still. I'm kind of just throwing them in here, not even asking. I'm just kind of throwing them in here, just being like, I'll ask them later. Um, yeah. I do. Th- I do think though that this match takes a little bit of time, so I just think we'll stick with four matches instead of five yep i like it um so we have one more match to pick on top of everything else we have hmm hmm hum 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 we got we literally got all four titles four title mat titles in here yeah um we obviously gotta start prepping for another matchup at Fast Lanes. so maybe we start some sort of build to that today. Okay. What it Mikey, here's an idea. I know been, okay. I know I've been poo pooing the idea because I'm waiting for the perfect return. Should, yes. should should we should we start should we start Bray Wyatt?
1: Should we should we start, should we start doing start, Bray Wyatt stuff?
0: Should we start doing Bray Wyatt stuff? Because a match could be Rowan versus Rey Mysterio, or no, that'd be, that's too close. Rowan versus Rusev, or Mike Canellis
1: I like that. I like Rowan versus Rusev. Just two big boys.
0: Two big boys.
1: Two big boys. With a Z. Yeah.
0: In a two big boys match.
1: <laughs> In a two big voice match.
0: Should we should we start doing Wyatt things?
1: I mean I'm cool with
0: it. are, are we oh gonna are we gonna are we gonna do it?
1: I think we should do it.
0: Okay. Okay. I agree. Let's do it then. Let's do Hopefully it. Hopefully the microphones can pick up our whispering. Yeah, I think they could. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, then let's do Rowan versus Rusev in a two big boys match. What? Okay, hold on, real quick, real quick, tangent. Describe to me, Mikey, what do you think a two big boys match is?
1: Uh, first one to uh Be,
0: lose a hundred pounds or gain a hundred pounds.
1: First one to flex their shirt off. <laughs>
0: Whoa, that's a big boy right there.
1: <laughs> they take turns flexing, and whoever breaks their shirt first wins.
0: First person to superplex someone through the ring. <laughs>
1: yes, first someone to first person first person to break the ring with a superplex.
0: It's. I feel like it's a first person to break something, like the the barricade or like the ring, <laughs> or the, or their shirt. <laughs>
1: First person to pick, some, pick something up and slam it so hard it shatters.
0: Rusev comes out with a pane of glass. <laughs> the Strat. Well, like, I, guess, I guess. The Strat. Pro Strat gamer right there. Rowan comes out okay. with like a
1: vase, like a clay vase.
0: It's revealed he is Clayface from Batman. <laughs> He's clayface pl- molding a clay vase, <laughs> and the rhyme doesn't work.
1: Now I want to see clay. Now I want. Okay, now I want to see clayface in like a pottery class, just like ripping off a chunk of himself and like just making it into like a vase on, on like the the spinny thing.
0: I feel like that's some sort of cartoon, like a one-panel cartoon where it's Clayface standing next with next to a kiln with his arm in it.
1: Just making it like hard.
0: Just yeah, just make like, like like am I like the caption is something with maybe the idea of like he made something with his out of his hands. That's very good also. some something like that. Anyways, Rowan versus Rusev, what happened in this match? What kind of Wyatt shenanigans? You were the you were the precursor to all these Wyatt shenanigans, Mikey. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> And last we left off with Bray Wyatt was at Survivor Series? No, what was it? Was it what was Clash of Champions, right? I think so. Yeah, Clash of Champions because they were the Triple Threat United States title match. Mm-hmm. Last we left off is Clash of Champions um where Harper What did he do? Did he he took the he took the sheep mask and put it on Bray Wyatt's face, didn't he?
1: Yes. While well, Bray Wyatt was like and all then, tied up in the ropes, and then the lights went out, dark. And then he was never seen again.
0: And we haven't seen seen, and we haven't seen him since. That's a Kevin Steen reference. <laughs> nice. Um. Okay. So, Mikey what who wins in the rowan versus rusev match plus what happens to maybe cause a victory or loss
1: um there has to be something like supernatural right
0: now when you said supernatural my brain didn't go to the single word supernatural my brain went to the two separate words super and natural Like, I was like, in my head, I was like, something extremely normal? (laughs) I was like, I mean, I guess.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It has to be something, like, spooky, right? Yeah.
0: It gotta be real spook. Real spook, how spook. But how spook? Hmm. What does Bray Wyatt do? Is there bugs? Is there bugs? Is there fire? Fire? Lanterns. Light bulbs, uh, a crow of some kind, sting, um, a scorpion, She, a, she a, a, lo, a live sheep comes out.
1: Okay, so here's a thought. They're in the middle of the match. The lights go out. Titan Tron comes on. And it's just Bray Wyatt on the Titan Tron, kind of, like, looking to the side, maybe with, like, the mask on. And he's like... I think he's like, Brother Rowan, I have returned. And then, like, a little la like, the lantern, go, I think a lantern goes on, like, at the top okay. of the ramp. And he's like, come, come join us, Rowan. And Rowan's kind of distracted by that, and whoever he's... I forgot who he was fighting already. Rusev gets a roll-up pin.
0: I do agree that Rusev should get the roll-up pin. I feel like...
1: Should we make it more subtle?
0: (laughs) I like the idea of the lights going out, and then there's just a lantern at the top of the ramp. Okay. I I feel like we should hold off on seeing Bray Wyatt.
1: Okay, I like that. Just like the lights go out and then a lantern comes on at the top of the ramp just like and is there.
0: Yeah. I feel like it's I, I feel like it's either a a teaser like that or lights come out, lights come on, Bray Wyatt hits the d- Sister Abigail on Row and then leaves.
1: I think I like the subtlety.
0: Like it's either it's got to be real it's got to be either real subtle or like rip the bandaid off. Yeah. I do like the idea of this version of Bray Wyatt being like extra aggressive though. Yeah, I I don't know. I think I like
1: I I think I like the creepiness still.
0: Oh, I, I still think he should be creepy, but I think what about this? He's saw creepy. He's jigsaw creepy.
1: Um What do you mean by jigsaw creepy?
0: Uh, he's like creepy but also violent and he rides around on a tricycle.
1: so so should he just like do the thing you said where he just kind of like jumps in and or he just shows up and just gives a sister Abigail to Rowan
0: no I I, I, kind of agree I kind of like the idea of what you said of the the subtlety and keeping of the lantern I'm just I'm just thinking I'm just spitballing ideas of of since we have Bray Wyatt possibly coming about what kind of version? I guess not version, but what kind of, you know, creature is this Bray Wyatt? Okay. Uh, I'll just let that let's let's just let that formulate on our brains. Let that simmer. I think we can go off the lantern. Let it. Let's put it to a simmer. Um, during the match, lights go out. Lantern comes on. mm Hmm. Um lights turn back on Rusev roll up pin one two three I like that and then that's that yep that's that and that is that for I think we writ- wrote this card out and unless we want to change up the order I got the AJ Styles show opener the G the Triple H GM page office backseat segment Rowan versus Rusev tag match Nakamura Brian Rod- Roderick Strong Bobby Fish mm-hmm. um GM page talking to Tamina and Lana backstage segment, United States title match and then the four corners elimination chamber or elimination number one contender match. Any of those things you think should move around?
1: No, I like them where they are.
0: Okay, well then that means Mikey it's now time to hit the randomizer then.
1: Oh no
0: Maybe the maybe the randomizer doesn't like where we put them. Maybe the randomizer has something else to say. Yeah. Okay then. Uh, whose turn is it then to hit the randomizer, Mikey?
1: Um, I got. I think last week I got the, and uh, the gimmick and match? gimmick match. Yes, yeah, so I think it's your turn.
0: Okay, my turn. The randomizer is the way we can emulate anything that can happen in the WWE universe and what we will get in the randomizer when it loads, officially, when it has loaded. This is really taking forever.
1: Oh, God. That's not. That doesn't sound good. Oh, no. That doesn't sound good.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no.
1: Ryan, stop that.
0: Insanely bad injury. Fuck me. (laughs) Okay. Roll a D-whatever to see what wrestler gets hurt. Then a D... What is it? A D20 plus two to see how many weeks they're out.
1: Jesus Christ. A D20 plus two?
0: Yep. This is an injury like breaking a neck. This is like an insanely bad injury. This is something that's like really... We've never had an injury this bad. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is like breaking a neck bad. This is what's happening.
1: Ryan, what are we going to do?
0: Okay, well, let's count up. One, two, three, four. Do I count Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly because they're part of this beatdown angle? Same thing at the bar? I guess. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight.
1: Hey, hey, hey. It could be like Rusev or Mojo Rawley. Or the colognes. Or the colognes. That would be ideal, actually. <laughs> the colognes come out
0: and then they break their neck. It's not funny, but it's hilarious that that would happen. One, two. They
1: finally, get, the, they finally get their first match on TV and God knows how long, and then one of them gets hurt really, really bad. (laughs) Okay.
0: So we're going to count Cole and O'Reilly. We're going to count the bar. Um, Doesn't feel like we're going to count the Miz. Yeah, that's fine. Are we counting Tamina and Lana and Duke and Shafir? Uh,
1: No. Because their injuries will work anyway, so.
0: yeah but they could still get injured in a backstage segment, like you know because there is contact happening, I guess, but like i I mean I mean didn't I'm not sure if Dean Ambrose got injured in that backstage segment with Samoa Joe, I think he did I think I
1: think it's fine, I don't think we have to put them in, or we can just up the okay. chances of with not being somebody important
0: <laughs> well, I mean up to us, I yeah. guess, what do we think Put them in. <laughs> Put them in. Oh I my god! I just don't want it okay. to be like
1: Kevin Owens or like anybody along the lines of like Styles, Finn Balor. That, at least it can't be Drew McIntyre. That's something.
0: Yeah, it's it's not anyone in our women's title match. Um, it's not anyone in our. Men's title match. It's not Sanity. Um, We're pretty good.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Oh, fuck. Ryan. Oh, no.
1: Ryan.
0: (laughs) Well, we're not too... I mean, it's fine. I rolled a three. That is... One is Rowan. Two is Rusev. Three is Bobby Fish.
1: Okay, it sucks, but we can work with it.
0: Yep, I feel bad. Yeah, it's not... Because Bobby Fish
1: was also on an injury for most of Undisputed Era recently, also.
0: Yeah. I feel like whatever his injury was, it was like probably he re-injured his... Whatever was hurt already, yeah. His knee, his leg, whatever it was. So now I'm going to roll a d20 to determine how long of an injury... We got a D twenty plus two. Let's figure out how long of an injury this is, how many weeks is it it is. Mikey, how long do you think it is? <laughs> what number do you think I just it, rolled? Did did you roll a crit? No, I did not roll a crit.
1: Oh my god. Uh fifteen.
0: I rolled a thirteen plus two is fifteen. Ooh, well, oh, so I, I was kind of right. You're on the money, I guess, Bobby Fish is injured for 15 weeks. Big yikes. He is out of WrestleMania. He is out of Damn. Fastlane. Damn. We can
1: make it work. We can make this work. Undisputed Era is just going to have to be a trio for now.
0: Back to being a trio. Go Undisputed Era. Back to Era. being a trio. Um... Jesus Christ.
1: That makes me wish now, like, Mike Kanellis or just Rey Mysterio came in. Because we could have at least nixed one of them, but now it's like the bar has to go on, man. Somebody, it's weird.
0: Well, okay. Well, let's think. Let's think. He gets injured in this match. They call up the X, but do you think we would have just ended the match, or do you think they would have continued the match and just pulled Bobby Fish out?
1: I mean, I guess they could have just continued with Bobby Fish out,
0: since it's a tag match. Roderick Strong just finished it. I mean, Nakamura and Dan Bryan were gonna win anyways. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I guess that gives us the option backstage knowing that that like it's gonna be three on one. So maybe we quickly swap out a person. Yeah. I guess that's a possibility we could do. I guess so. Does that mean we swap out the Bard for Mysterio or Mike Canellis?
1: Uh. Uh, let's do Mysterio. Or actually no, let's do Mike Canellis. I want to give him a push now that we can.
0: Okay, then it will be Mike Canellis. Uh, uh I did the math, Mikey. Okay. Bobby Fish returns June 4th. Woof. <laughs> oh my god. Poor Bobby. Oh my god.
1: That's so June. You you 4th. said that and like kind of like put it into it just kind of like put it into focus i guess
0: yeah 15 weeks like no one like you don't really realize how long 15 weeks is that's a lot 15 that's june 4th is when he's back harper is still out like Harp, like harper got 13 weeks and he's not he doesn't come out he doesn't come back for another one, two, three, four weeks.
1: Yeesh. That's so long.
0: Like, oh, maybe, no, maybe four weeks. Maybe that's a good time to start the Bray Wyatt stuff then. Yeah. Okay. Following the match, uh, Mike Kanellis makes the save. Mm-hmm. Then I guess during the week, we then announce Undisputed Era versus Nakamura, Dan Bryan, and Mike Kanellis. Yeah. That Dan Bryan-Mike Kanellis tandem is interesting.
1: Yeah. Wow. Wow. Big
0: yikes. Wow. So it sounds like someone's pitting Roderick Strong. Who's pitting him, Nakamura or Bryan? Um. Hmm. Nakamura. Nakamura. Pans strong. Wow! Bobby Fish is re-injured and is out for fifteen weeks. Jesus. That is that. Oh my god! Oh my god, dude. Okay, well.
1: Just randomizer hates that's us. That's off for the show. This is a, hold on. This this is a weird oh. energy to end the show on.
0: This is, I'm still stunned, dude. I'm just like sitting here like, Jesus freaking Christ. Yeah, it's rough. Bobby Fish is out for 15 weeks. June 4th. He is not come back to like... Money in the Bank time, like SummerSlam almost. Yeah. Now I'm looking up the list of WWE pay-per-view events. I want to see what pay-per-view kind of happens around June 4th. Uh, uh, that Yeah, he doesn't come back to like, Money in the Bank time. Sheesh.
1: That's
0: so long. He doesn't that's we got we got Wrestle, Fastlane WrestleMania uh Payback Backlash Extreme Rules. We got five pay per views between now and then. Mm-hmm. That's insane, dude. Okay. That's so
1: long. um,
0: That is so long. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, audience, but I just have, I'm stunned. I'm stunned. Bobby Fish out 15 weeks. Again, a very Kenta like situation. You know, he gets injured. He comes back. He gets injured again. Pretty nasty. Um, Well, that's it for this episode, Mikey. Uh, See you in 15 weeks. uh, Bobby Bobby Fish. (laughs) Um, whoof. Uh, I guess that's it for this episode, Mikey. Uh, if you can follow us uh, for the next 15 weeks on Twitter at hit the books pod, um, there for the next 15 weeks, we'll have our uh excite your meter polls and our booking polls where you can take part and vote on different matchups and how excited you are for different matchups and how you like the booking of different matchups, different segments. And there on on Twitter, you can vote in all of those things again at Hit the Books Pod. You can also tweet at us at Hit the Books Pod about your ideas to add into the randomizer for at least the next fifteen weeks. Jeez, um, uh, yeah, fifteen weeks. Uh, tweet at us ideas for the randomizer. We'll put that into the randomizer. Shout it out. Shout you out when they get picked. Um, anything good that can be in there we'll put it in there anything bad like a 15 week injury we'll put it in there Um, because we hate ourselves just let us know Um, and we will shout you out when that happens until next time Mikey until 15 weeks again 15 weeks Mikey we've got two words for you book it